Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By Stacy Schmidt. Hi, my name is Rudy Krause. My book, you guys are very, very short-sighted on the way you're looking at this uh, COVID virus. All viruses are parasites. Doctor, you should know that. Now we're looking at a human extinction event. You talk about all these maskers and all of these people that got vaccines like it's such a good thing to do. They've shot themselves in the foot. God does not play dice. Now Fauci does. This is like the island of Dr. Moreau, only it's the island of Dr. Fauci. This is what Dr. Madej produced uh, like, what, two weeks ago on Stu Peters? Same thing. Finally, Friday, the 29th day of October, 2021. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. Nobody appreciates what President Trump accomplished in 2016 more than this show. But we don't care about 2016 because it was Donald Trump. We care about what Donald Trump was doing. Donald Trump stuck a finger right in the eye of the useless, fake Republican establishment that wanted us to accept Jeb freaking Bush as their candidate for president. Donald Trump showed us that an America first platform can win. And win in states where the GOP normally is never competitive. But I'm not doing this show. I don't come in here every day so that I can slobber over everything that Donald Trump has ever done. He's not perfect. He's a man. He makes mistakes, mostly relating to judgment of character and personnel decisions. And I'll be the first one here to admit and have publicly, I don't like how President Trump has spent the last year touring America as a vaccine salesman. And I really don't like the bad endorsements that Donald Trump seems to have developed a habit in making. Lindsey Graham trashed Trump for the entire 2016 campaign. He sabotaged him on signature issues, ending our foreign wars, securing the border. But then he sucked up to Trump the rest of the time. He played golf with him. So apparently none of that mattered. Trump endorsed him for re-election in 2020 when there were actual America first primary challengers. In 2017, Trump was pressured into endorsing Luther Strange, a weak moderate candidate, instead of Mo Brooks or another real America First conservative. 
The result was that Roy Moore won instead, and then the seat was stolen entirely. Last spring, Trump endorsed Marco Rubio for another term. Rubio, the guy who insisted that we needed a multi-year Russia investigation because Democrats demanded it. Rubio, part of the Gang of Eight amnesty crew, little Marco, who wishes we were still fighting in Afghanistan and who right now is obsessed with starting a new fight with Russia over Havana syndrome, a fake medical problem made up by hysterical CIA operatives. Three weeks ago, Trump endorsed Chuck Grassley for another term as Iowa senator. Grassley? He trashed Trump just earlier this year for wanting to investigate 2020 election fraud. But honestly, we don't even really need to get into what Grassley said. Chuck Grassley is 88. He'd be 95 by the time his term ended. If you read his Twitter... It's borderline incoherent half of the time. We don't need someone with one foot in the grave representing Iowa when there are perfectly good candidates who will still be alive in 10 years, real America First candidates like Jim Carlin. In Kansas, we could have a strong America First challenger to Jerry Moran. Last February, Moran basically said he only acquitted Trump in his second impeachment trial because he didn't believe a president could be convicted after leaving office. Otherwise, he might have supported it. But now, Trump has endorsed him. So no viable candidate has or will step up. And it's not just Senate races. In Texas, Trump is backing fake Republican rhino Governor Greg Abbott and even worse, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. How about this? In every one... Of her house races, Donald Trump endorsed Liz Cheney. Even though her number one priority was betraying him. So Trump got exactly what he should have expected when she voted to impeach him. But now, even as Donald Trump campaigns against Liz Cheney, he's basically let her pick her own successor by endorsing her lifelong old friend Harriet Hagman. Once again, no shortage of great candidates He could have chosen. Hegman is such a bad pick that the only explanation that makes sense to us is what we've already reported on, and that's that someone has paid off Trump advisors to recommend her. And that suspicion has been confirmed by sources at Mar-a-Lago right next to the president. Bill Stepien gets rich whether Trump is in the White House or not. And then there's Arkansas. Trump won that state by 28 points in 2020. So it shouldn't be that hard to get good candidates elected there. But same story as everywhere else. This year, Trump endorsed John Bozeman for re-election. It's okay if you've never heard of him. He's been in the Senate for a decade. He's a total non-entity. Didn't stand up against election fraud. Blamed Trump for January 6th. Hasn't really ever stood for anything. He's just sitting there in a state where we could have a real America firster. And some are running. Jan Morgan, she's demanding a 10-year immigration moratorium. She founded 2A Women. She's a strong Second Amendment activist. She was the national spokesperson for Citizens for Trump. And she actually has enough energy to demand America First policies instead of just drifting through the Senate term like a lump of crap. She'd benefit a lot from a President Trump endorsement, but instead he's backing another six years of Bozeman. And then pay attention to this. We come to this Arkansas House seat, 3rd District. 
voted Trump by 27 points, represented by Steve Womack. He was even worse than Bozeman. This guy fully blamed President Trump for January 6th, calling him, quote, somebody who basically doesn't have regard for the Constitution or the rule of law where it comes to protecting his grip on power. That's what he said about the president. Hey, Steve, look around you. Democrats used mass riots to get their way last year. Three months, $12 billion in damage, lighting fire to occupied police precincts. Remember? Democrats rewrote all the election laws on the books, oftentimes without consulting with the legislature. They're ignoring all immigration laws so they can flood this country with criminal immigrants. They're sending the Department of Justice after parents who protest critical race theory poison. And they're implementing explicitly anti-white racism. Those are the people who don't give a damn about the Constitution. But here's Steve Womack blaming the president for what's more and more clearly a case of FBI incitement on the 6th of January. Womack should have lost the support of every single Republican for what he said. Instead, Donald Trump is endorsing him for another term. Well, we're not going to follow President Trump. We aren't beholden to Donald Trump's endorsements when they don't represent a real America first vision. So instead, we're going to show you that there are real America firsters and candidates that actually are committed to real American values, to freedom, to liberty, to law and order, to protecting the lives of unborn children. Like Neil Kumar, he's challenging Womack in the third district. Kumar is a real America first candidate who wants an immigration moratorium, a pro-America trade policy, resistance to Chinese domination, you name it. And the Arkansas GOP is going all out to stop him and protect Womack. They've issued an official statement denouncing him as a candidate, which Kumar says is unprecedented. At the recent Carroll County Lincoln Day dinner, they kicked Neil Kumar off stage without allowing him the opportunity to speak. He's been blacklisted by four different county GOPs and several other Republican groups blacklisted by the fake conservative media outlets that are beginning to look more and more like contributors to a deep state psyop. He believes that the state GOP even pressured his payment processor to drop him. So that's what the GOP is doing. The Arkansas state GOP is behaving exactly like the Democratic Party does. They're now labeling Kumar a racist. Because he wants an end to the anti-white discrimination that's now legal in America. And because he wants to end the unlimited immigration that's meant to replace native-born Americans of all races. And of course, as so often is the case, Neil is multiracial himself. Something most of his haters can't say. But Kumar isn't surrendering. I want to read a part of this statement from him from this week. Quote, the Republican Party of Arkansas is a criminal enterprise whose only goal is to protect its corporate-funded incumbents. The Republican Party of Arkansas is denouncing and disavowing the hardworking people of Arkansas whom it so plainly hates. So true. Well, we wanted to hear more from Neil Kumar directly, and we believe in allowing voters to know who's really for them. Kumar joins us now. Neil, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's a big honor. This is really dangerous for the country. It is. There's a 
coordinated hit job on my campaign from the Republican Party, which claims to represent us. And the average Trump supporter is beginning to wake up to that reality. But a lot of them still don't really know how pervasive this rot is. They don't know how bad things really are. So why do they do this to me? Because these demons don't like being called out for the illegitimate rulers that they are. Because behind all of their false hollow lip service to God and country, there's nothing but disdain, hatred for the people they claim to represent. They look at America first Christian Americans with nothing but contempt. Yes. They are huge. This is just a huge grift. That's what this is. This is these people getting rich monetarily and rich and drunk on power. Am I wrong? Am I overstating this? No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And what does the word racist mean? Racist just means pro-white, right? I want to help all Americans. But unlike the GOP, I include whites in the definition of the word all. I can't be controlled, so they hate me. I'm a threat to their entire anti-white America last grift. And grift is the exact word. You know, I'm calling for a 20 year immigration moratorium. So I'm a threat to the great replacement, their white genocide agenda. There's ethnic cleansing going on at the southern border and they're aiding and abetting it because, you know, the, the, the Arkansas GOP is controlled by corporate interests. You've got Walmart, which is the main facilitator of our sellout to China for the past several decades. And you've got Tyson which, you know, all their all their chicken plant workers are illegal aliens. So you have Walmart in Arkansas. You have fintech in Georgia. The financial technology industry, of course, was behind Vernon Jones until we exposed him, brought receipts, uh, court documents proving he's an anti-white racist. Uh, We brought, you know, firsthand testimony from a former district attorney who said, yep, he's a he's a rapist. Uh, and so now that messed all that up. My prediction is now now that Trump is not going to still back Candace Taylor, the real America first alternative. But instead, he'll probably go deep and march out somebody like David Perdue, who the people of Georgia don't want. They, they despise him probably even more than they despise Kemp, as corrupt as he is. And the same thing is going on in Arkansas. It's going on in Virginia. We see a great America first candidate there in Jerome Bell. He has yet to be endorsed. He's not endorsed by the president. He's not even endorsed by Marjorie Taylor Greene, who said, I'm going to support and endorse real America first candidates. Uh, She walked that back and now is saying, I'm only going to endorse people who I believe can win. Why? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene is a fraud. And you know what? The problem is, is that nobody's willing to say it. Nobody's willing to come out here and just tell the truth as unpopular and as uncomfortable as it might be when you pull back the veil and really take a look at what's going on here. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, Rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It gets ugly, really ugly. And I'm tired of making excuses for these people. McCarthy, all of them. Yeah, I'm not. So, you know, you mentioned my opponent, Deep State Steve Womack, right? He certified a fraudulent election and every Republican that voted to certify a stolen coup election is just as guilty as every other Democrat. Their parties 
to the fraud. Not only did he blame President Trump for January 6th, but he voted with Nancy Pelosi to create this farcical 9-11 style January 6th commission to legitimize the torture of average American Trump supporters. Right. He, so these people will be happy to send us to gulags and they'll clap along the way. Right. He voted for this NDAA, which forces women to register for the draft. And authorizes red flag gun confiscation. Yeah, to take guns away from people who served our country in the armed forces. He took a twenty five hundred dollar contribution from Pfizer. And I guess, you know, he's he's a cheap date. That's all it takes to buy his soul, because four days later, he started pumping out vax propaganda on his social media. But I'm not just running against Steve Womack. I'm running against the entire Arkansas GOP establishment, the entire national GOP establishment. Our, the, the entire Republican Party needs to be eviscerated, destroyed and rebuilt from the ground up. It's full of traitors and traitors is the only word you can use for these people. You're absolutely right. And it is past time that we have that refreshment the refreshing, truthful language of somebody who's just going to say it how it is. And I got a lot of respect for you. And I hope that the people of Arkansas will, will vote with their conscience and not with the WinRed GOP machine that funds all of the fascist and communist nonsense that we have been seeing since a Marxist coup took place in this country. I don't even believe that the people who are alleged to be in power know who's controlling the country or is in power right now. Right. I mean... The, the, the worst factions of global governments all over this, all over the world are controlling what's happening, what you see on your TV screens, what you see when you do Google searches, which we're going to talk to Zach Forhees next. He's a Google whistleblower. I, I mean, this, this whole thing is perpetuated by the people who claim to be for you and will turn around and stab you in the back. And a lot of them are these super prolific, hard charging, heavy hitter Congress people. BS. They're liars and they're frauds. And it's about time we start representing real America first conservative candidates with our wallets by giving directly to them. You can give to Neil, by the way, Neil for Arkansas.com. I'll give you the final words. Well, you, you mentioned it right there. We don't know who's in charge. What I call it is the satanic globalist cabal. And that's another reason that they hate me because I am against their new world order vax agenda. We don't even know what's in this, this vax. We don't know if it's the mark of the beast, if it's a precursor to the mark. You've done a lot of work exposing all the possibilities. But what we do know is that the ruling class clearly views taking the vax as your final submission. It breaks you down and makes you a, a compliant slave. And I'm not going to ever go along with that. Yeah. And then an endless lifelong subscription. You become a, a yeah. pin cushion, an experiment, your body and your kids become a little science experiment for these sick sociopaths like Tony Fauci, the beagle dog torturer. It's sick. And that story only came out, by the way, as a distraction to take your eyes off of the fact that people like Tony Fauci and everybody else around him have been experimenting on you and your kids for the last 20 decades. And we know it. And we're not going to stand for it. We are going to stand for you. And we are going to stand for other America first truthers out here in this country who deserve to represent this country. And we deserve as Americans, to be represented by people with real core values, honest people who are willing to say it how it is and deal with the issues, not just get paid to talk about them. You're one of those people. Neil Kumar, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it, Stu. Thank you.
Well, I think everybody understands the importance of, and nobody should underestimate, the need for good socks. Go to stepansocks.com right now. These are high-quality, all-cotton socks. The best part is they're 100% Patriot designed. Stepansocks.com has been here on the Stu Peters Show almost since the beginning of the whole People's Bullhorn experience. And these things are brilliant. They start conversations, they red pill people, and they give you a sense of satisfaction. All sorts of different versions, whether you want to step on tyrannical snakes, step on the globalists like Clinton, Fauci, Obama, Gates, Biden, Pelosi. You can step on those snakes all day long. Whitmer, Cuomo, he's going to be in jail. Pence, I'm sure there's a Vernon Jones sock soon coming. I got my silver. I got my third package of silver from Step on Socks. Yep, StepOnSocks.com has silver, Second Amendment flags, Trump won flags. Just get over to StepOnSocks.com right now and check it out. Mention Stu Peters when you go to StepOnSocks.com. Well, of course, Democrats did everything they could to rig the 2020 election, and it wasn't just through actual election fraud. The press colluded to cover up Hunter Biden's laptop story. They pretended it was Russian disinformation when obviously it wasn't. Pollsters conducted bogus polls so they could pretend that Joe Biden had a huge lead, asking us to disregard, of course, 70,000 people showing up for Trump rallies. And of course, big tech reworked all of its algorithms so they could control what news stories everyone was allowed to see. Zach Voorhees is a former Google employee and whistleblower, and he says that Google used a tool called machine fairness learning to make sure that anti-Trump stories made it to the top of the search engine results. And Zach joins us now. Okay, thank you for being here. So when I search this show on Google, I click the news tab. The results are a barrage of fact check articles that claim everything that we say here is false or fake. So the idea that Google manipulates what the user sees when they search for things like vaccine or mask or school choice and so on, the media and politicians say that that's a conspiracy theory. To them, what do you say? Well, you know, uh, I'm here to take conspiracy theory and turn it into conspiracy facts, which is the reason why I wanted to blow the whistle on Google, which was to stop the gaslighting. Google went before Congress and said that they did not have political bias in their search. But as a insider at Google, as a full-time engineer, I could just simply see it all going on. And that's the reason why I came out and told America about Google's real censorship engine, which is called machine learning fairness. Machine learning fairness is the merging of critical race theory and artificial intelligence. It's literally the worst case scenario for censorship. Forget Chinese style censorship in China. Chinese style censorship is right here in America. So what is the what is the end game for Google? I mean, what do they want? Um, I believe that they're part of a network of global corporate control. And right now they are trying to pull a red October moment across the entire world. Uh, they're trying to bring in a form of techno-communism. You can call it techno-fascism. They're pretty much the same, but it's a global system of totalitarian control. And the reason that they're doing this is because they believe that with artificial intelligence, robotic AI, um, and robotic labor, that they're going to be able to replace all of the workers of the world with a mechanical version and that uh, we're going to enter into a new age. They're going to be at the top and they're going to be um, sitting at the throne of humanity and they won't be able to be removed. That's their goal. That's what they're trying to do. So Google is basically a deep state psyop. That's what the, that's what this is. 
they represent the worst factions of the cabal worldwide. Yes, that's correct. And when I started to research, I found out that this was true from day one. Okay, they were funded by the venture capital arm of the CIA, which is called Incutel. Um, they funded other companies like Facebook. Um, and, you know, what you get is what you get. They promised when they went IPO that they would organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. But as soon as the wrong president was democratically elected, they threw all that away in order to bring upon their, um, their, the exact opposite of that, a totalitarian system where only the authoritative content gets to the top. And if you're not part of that authoritative content, if Wikipedia, the MSM don't like you, then you go to page 13, which you might as well be erased from the search index. Okay, so thanks to you and thanks to the great discernment and the great awakening of hundreds of millions of people worldwide, this is kind of known. Google is is definitely biased. They're doing the bidding of a global, you know, faction, right? Um, mm-hmm. So describe what this defamation laundering engine is and how do we get away from this now that now that the everybody's attacking these smaller places? I mean, Gab is under attack. DuckDuckGo, obviously. Uh, we saw the fake Facebook whistleblower lobbying for more censorship, just cracking down more on free speech. How do we get away from all of this? Um, well, you know, it's going to take laws by the citizens. We have to urge um, our state representatives to pass laws that will prevent discrimination. We need a new civil rights era for the digital age in the same way that uh, the blacks in the 1960s and 1950s pushed for civil rights for non-discrimination we too need to fight for non-discrimination for all the digital citizens of the United States. And if we don't, we're going to continue to get more of what we've been getting, which is um, essentially this, uh, as you said, defamation laundering engine. The PageRank score that Google is using to uh, rank websites, topics, people is being used in order to rank the internet according to things that are authoritative, um, that are trustworthy. It's called the EAT score, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Every single person has a, a secret score, and they're using this in order to figure out who gets to the top and who doesn't. So New York Times would obviously have a really high score. CNN would have a really high score. It seems that everybody that is on the left or even completely falling off the cliff of progressive, radical, authoritarian cheerleader is going to be ranked at the top. So clearly Google has this communist, that's what they embrace is this communism, Mm -hmm. this authoritarianism, fascism, socialism, whatever you want to call it. It's a fancy way of saying they support two classes, the ruling class elite and the subservient slaves. You and I obviously are in the latter. So when we have a site called redvoicemedia.com, for example, this is a, a, a news aggregation slash news writing site, breaks news, And there are a lot of facts in there, facts, studies. These things that are factual and proven studies go against the narrative. So fact checkers are allowed to just be the new Google arbiters of truth, even though they're just flat out lying. How is Google classified and how do they get away with that? I mean, isn't that criminal? 
Um, it should be. And what they're doing is they're essentially, and, and you'll notice this when a new site or a new channel goes on YouTube, you'll see that it gets a lot of traffic right away. Yeah. And then um, what happens is someone starts writing a hit piece on the internet about some content creator or some website, or you'll be put on right wing watch. And that gets fed into the page rank system so that Google can bring it down. So you start off getting lots of traffic, but once uh, you get downranked by one of these authoritative sources, you know, Google will derank your channel, your website, and then boom, you're off. And you'll see this with a graph of traffic going to the website. All of a sudden, one day you wake up and you've lost 90% of your traffic. In the case of Joseph Mercola, his was the most uh, extreme. He lost 99% of his traffic in one day. And this is happening across the internet. Yeah. Uh, Google search results for this program. Uh, you know, it's very obvious what's going on along with Red Voice Media, National File. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them that I could name mm -hmm. here. Infowars, obviously, you know, a lot of people who are uh, supporters of liberty and, and freedom are not going to be ranked in the top. Zach Voorhees, I appreciate you coming here and, and trying to explain this to us. We're going to have you back again soon. Yeah, get the book. Google Leaks. You can get it at GoogleLeaksBook.com. Again, GoogleLeaksBook.com. Dot com. Zach Voorhees, thank you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow... I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98. The lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Well, hundreds of thousands of side effects, including tens of thousands of suspicious deaths, have been reported for the COVID-19 vaccines in the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System database. But even that set of side effects is incomplete 
because it looks like medical professionals are refusing to report the full truth about what's going on. Gina Doan's father fell ill and died right after getting the Moderna shot, but now the hospital where he died is refusing to report his death to theirs as a vaccine death. Gina Doan joins us now. First of all, our condolences. I'm really sorry for the loss of your father, and thank you for being here. Thank you. So take us through this. Your dad receives the shot. Two days later, he's in the hospital and he passes away. What is the hospital saying was the cause of your father's death? On my dad's death certificate, it states that the causes of death were pneumonia, respiratory failure, and acute renal failure. And did your dad have any signs of acute respiratory renal failure prior to the Moderna shot? Absolutely not. The day he received his second shot, he had a routine appointment with his oncologist. Um, He was having labs and scans of his lungs done every three weeks. And that at that appointment, they reviewed the labs and the scans that had been done. And those were both completely normal. So two hours before he got the second shot, as far as his oncologist was concerned, everything was normal. So if your dad at a routine appointment and a scan of his lungs and blood work being performed would have had something causing concern for his oncologist, certainly that would have been brought to your attention. Absolutely. And that's exactly what she said. If I thought your dad had pneumonia, I certainly would not have allowed him, A, to get the shot, or B, allowed him to to not be admitted to the hospital to, to look at that. So who was it that made the determination that your dad needed this injection? No one deemed him needing it. Um, at that at that point in March, it was my biggest concern that he would pass away from contracting COVID. Um, and so in the media at that point, the whole, the whole reason for getting the shot was to keep him from getting COVID and having COVID kill him. So it was quite ironic that the thing that we pushed for him to have was the thing that actually killed him. Again, I'm really sorry about you having to deal with all of this. And now on top of it, you're having to deal with intentional and blatant lies, complete deceit, deception by the doctors at the hospital. Do you have any inclination? Do you have a feeling about why it is that these doctors or this hospital in particular wants to hide the fact that your dad died as a result of this Moderna injection? I absolutely have a, a, an, an inkling, um, and I truly believe it is because of the larger agenda. Um, as you know, Deborah Conrad witnessed in terms of our medical facility here that my dad went to and died in, does not want the population to be afraid of getting this vaccine. That is that is end of end of story. They do not want people afraid to get the vaccine. Okay, so I just I just have to ask you, what hospital is this? In what city? What's the name of the hospital? And what's the name of the doctor that's lying? United Memorial Medical Center in Batavia, New York. And it is Dr. Janes that is refusing to change my dad's medical records to reflect the COVID-19 vaccine and refusing to put probable cause COVID-19 vaccine on his death certificate. Is there anything on his medical charts at all that points to this vaccine? Anything on his charts that say that there was a close proximity that this shot happened just two days before he passed away? I mean, are they even acknowledging 
that he received the inoculation? In the 75 pages of his medical records from his three hours in the hospital that day before he passed away, it was three hours from the time he was admitted until when he passed away. Um, Both of the other doctors that signed off on his medical records put the vaccine down in their in their paperwork. So it is in his medical records throughout his medical records for that day, except for the discharge summary and the death certificate. So what are you going to do at this point? Why do you believe that it's important to come on this program to tell the world what's really going on? I mean, obviously, I think I know, but I want to hear it in your words. Because I want people to know what is actually happening from this vaccine. Um, I want people to know that it is seriously injuring and killing people um, because that is not what is being portrayed in the media. And I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the vaccine killed my father. And I know that this hospital specifically is trying, is flat out lying and is trying to keep people from finding out what is actually happening. Is is your father's oncologist convinced that it was the Moderna injection that killed your dad? Um, I wouldn't say that she is she is positive of that. She will testify to the fact that he was completely healthy the day he got the second vaccine, and it is completely um, there is no way that he had pneumonia, as it states on his death certificate of him having pneumonia for two days, um, and that being his cause of death because he did not have pneumonia. So. On the cause of death, the doctors say that he had pneumonia for two days and that he had renal failure and then he passed away. However, labs, factual data, scans of his lungs completely prove that he was not experiencing any of those illnesses two hours before receiving the Moderna injection. It sounds like an open and shut case. I mean, you don't have to be a super investigator to figure that out. And this really upsets me. And I'm sorry, I should be slow to anger, but I really do get extremely upset having to look at you dealing with the loss of your father. And now he's being used, like his death is being used for propaganda that is going to lead to the more adverse events and death of other innocent people that will never be made aware because doctors are in on the take. That is disgusting to me. Um, I've got about 30 seconds left here. I want to give you the final words. It is absolutely disgusting. And that is why I, I, I want people to know. And I want more people to, to speak out because I know it's not just him. Um, and people need to know what is actually happening with this vaccine because of this vaccine. 818 some odd thousand adverse events reported to the vaccine adverse events reporting system. According to the ticker that we have here, that's out of a very unreliable source of information as we're now coming to find out vindicating completely unreliable vindicating our suspicions all along gina we're incredibly sorry we'll be praying for you god bless you and thank you for being here we appreciate it thank you so much how many lives have been lost because of the media how much blood is on the hands of this propaganda machine known as the media and these so-called healthcare professionals who everybody just inherently trusts because they wear white lab coats. How many lives have been unnecessarily lost as a result of this propaganda? 
And Gina Doan is not alone. So many people had no idea what was going on with these shots because of what is being relentlessly displayed on billboards and commercials and President Trump. And how many people like Gina Doan would have then turned around and given these shots to their children had she not lost her father? Hmm. Go to vaccine-police.com and help support Christopher Key, who is boots on the ground confronting people like these tyrannical doctors in New York who are lying and participating in deceit to push the agenda, the final variant of communism. Christopher Key is approaching pharmacists, big pharma CEOs and executives, making people aware, video documenting everything. Go to vaccine-police.com. I am so glad that I donated to that cause. I'm watching him put up billboards in major metropolitan areas, grabbing the attention of local media who can no longer ignore the fact that people are out here dying and kids are on deck. Up next, go to vaccine-police.com. We have to get the word out right now, and Christopher Key is doing it. Go to vaccine-police.com and please support the vaccine police. Please support Christopher Key. He is a soldier in this war for the lives of our children. Vaccine-police.com. Again, please go right now to vaccine-police.com. Patrick Holly with the National File was on this program and made us aware of the FDA committee, the panel's connection to Pfizer. They're all shills. They're all paid by Pfizer. So it was no surprise that they recommended that the FDA emergency use authorize this shot for five to 11 year olds. We have just now learned here at the Stu Peter show that within hours, the FDA is set to go ahead and approve that authorization for kids. Dr. Jean Ruby is here to help us unpack this disastrous mess. This is a huge nightmare uh, that we've talked about. We've predicted for many weeks now, and now it's unfolding right before our eyes. Uh, less than a, than one in a million children die of COVID. In, in fact, they die of, of more of, of suicide, car accidents, and other things. But somehow, this is an emergency, you know, authorization that just can't wait. Uh, look, and then we know what's going to come after that. We're going to see the CDC recommend it, and then we're going to see local governments, school boards, and any other you know bought and paid for political agency uh, mandate this. I don't know how they're going to do it with five to 11 year olds. Uh, They can't uh, get employers to do the dirty work necessarily uh, because five to 11 year olds don't generally work. But you know what really enrages me, Stu, is that we're looking at these congressional do nothings. And I'm talking to all of you out there because all 535 congressional representatives are exempt and, and over half of them, by the way, have been treated with ivermectin. Did you know that? Uh, and we, we know that because America's frontline doctors has, has been the agency that has helped them and treated them. And by the way, all 12,000 of the staff of our 535 congressmen and women um, are also exempt. They don't have to file a piece of paper. They don't have to say if they, if they wanted a medical or a, or a religious exemption. They are off the hook 100%. You ought to be damn angry. And all 6,000 of the White House staff are exempt. Did you also know that the 30,000 employees that comprise both the CDC and the FDA are exempt without having to file anything? And 600,000 postal workers across our nation are completely exempt from having to take this shot. 80,000 employees in the Health and Human Services Division of our government, they're also exempt automatically. And 2 million illegal immigrants that have flooded our country since Joe Biden assumed the White House earlier this year, 
they're also exempt. In fact, they get a little welcome packet with ivermectin. And they're also, I've been talking about the 8 million Chinese exchange students are also exempt in this country in our universities, while our American university students are forced to take it in order to go back to school. It, it's just it's just outrageous, Stu. And you know what else? Dr. David Martin told me a, a day or two ago that China actually celebrated as the United States lined up its military to take this mRNA kill shot. But I wanted to focus on some of the people that were on this panel that voted basically unanimously to push this into the arms of five to 11 year olds who will probably never get this illness. Like this Dr. Eric Rubin, a lot of people have been talking about him, big, big, big shot from from Harvard. He's a temporary advisor uh, who voted um, on, on Monday. And his his egregious statement was the only way to know if these injections are safe in five to 11 year olds is to give it. Well, you know what, Dr. Rubin, let's line up your children and your grandchildren, your nieces and nephews with an overseer in public. And I want to see the needle go in the arms of your children first. And I want to I want it from a randomized uh, vial that comes from from Pfizer. And, and then we'll take under consideration your recommendation. Look, Stu, the 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 uh, Pfizer actually had the audacity to make a statement on vaccine risks. They said, and I quote, long-term safety of COVID-19 vaccine in participants five to 12 years of age will be studied in five post-authorization safety studies. Well, guess what? After 20 years in pharma drug development, that's not how it works. That's not how it's ever worked. So what is behind all of this? Look, Let's take a look at some of these people. The one that jumps out the most with an incredible conflict of interest is the former FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, who was on this panel and voted. You want to talk about conflict of interest? Let's look at Arnold, the chair of the committee, Arnold Monto, who's a paid Pfizer consultant. Archana Chatterjee, who got a $1.2 million grant. And you're right, it goes on and on and on. And I and I and I applaud my my friend and colleague, Patrick Howley from National File, who did a great job exposing these people. But it doesn't, you want to talk about a conflict? These people are voting on something. I want the public to understand something. They're voting for something that is going to exponentially explode sales for Pfizer that directly will feed into their pockets because they own hundreds of thousands of shares of stock. And we we know all of this. We also know, by the way, that 70 of the board members on Pfizer are from the CCP. How do we know that? Because there was a leaked document from a cybersecurity company called Internet 2.0. Stu, I want to try to tie this together for everyone because here's my here's my working theory. I've said for weeks the FDA is gone, right? Well, yeah. where did it go? And how is how is this happening? But now I'm starting to believe that Pfizer as a company, a bona fide pharmaceutical developing company, is also gone. Why do I say this? Because Look, Pfizer's never been, you know, a well-behaved child on on the drug development market. They're rich. They've broken a lot of rules. They've paid their fines. But there also have been over the years a lot of great people that work there. I've interfaced with them myself. And they've done, the company has done a lot of good things, as well as all the stuff we could bash them for. But that's not the same company we're seeing right now. And I believe when you take the masks off, take the mask off the FDA, and you take the mask off Pfizer, I believe You've got China as a country that has infiltrated this huge American company, Pfizer, 
And that's why they're running the tables with the FDA. And the danger is worldwide, because as we know, every country in the world almost pretty much will follow whatever the U.S. FDA says to do. And here's the other point we have to remember, Stu. Pfizer and, and we and other people have talked about this, other experts, uh, Karen Kingston, many others have said that Pfizer has put into place long before this whole COVID thing started uh, contracts with many, many countries, Israel, for example, but many countries where if they don't utilize uh, a certain amount of this product and get it into a certain proportion of their population, they're obligated to to uh, relinquish, if you will, uh, their national uh, their natural assets or na- natural resources and their military bases and assets. What pharma company is really interested? I mean, practically speaking, how, what are they going to do with all that? So it tells me that there's something higher up the food chain. But a country like China, whose dream it is to be the world dominating power, might be very interested in acquiring all of those. Now, it's my working theory. But what I want to say to American parents right now before we close up, Stu, is, look, take a look at what's happened in the last six to 12 months. If these shots are not working, that you need a third and a fourth booster, and that fourth booster is coming, by the way, why would you put this in children? Do you understand that these injections damage your immune system? And here's how they do it really quickly. They force your body to make these billions of spikes. We've already talked about that. Many experts have talked about it. Because of that, your system is forced to over-focus on that synthetic uh, computer-generated model of that spike protein. So that's to the detriment of recognizing other organisms when you're exposed to them, which is the whole basis of pathogenic priming and antibody-dependent enhancement. I'm begging everybody, please, we only have hours before they authorize this. And what's going to happen is these entities are going to try to figure out how to mandate it. Please, parents, take a step back. Your babies are not dying of COVID. Yeah. China, as well as they have done at infiltrating or taking over Pfizer, they have done taking over our lawmakers as well, apparently. Because you're right. Yes, it looks like it. Who is it that is going to exercise the subpoena power? Who is it that's going to stop this? Right now, there is no emergency that requires emergency use for kids who have been virtually affected zero by COVID-19, the pandemic that is over. Dr. Jane Ruby, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stu. Well, despite the sexual predator and repeated alleged rapist and sociopath disgraced Governor Andrew Cuomo trying to kill thousands of New Yorkers, Dr. Vladimir Zevzelenko was hard at work saving thousands of New Yorkers. 99.9% of his high-risk COVID patients recovered completely because of the early treatment protocol that Dr. Zevzelenko administered to them. Quercetin, zinc, D3, C, among other things, Dr. Vladimir Zevzelenko coins as the COVID killer. He's now made it all available in one pill, but we're talking about kids here. It is now available for pre-order at ZStackProtocol.com, gummies for kids. He just appeared here on the show the other day and says, you won't even be at risk for influenza more than likely with your kids if they take this Z-Stack protocol. It's the COVID killer. It's a treatment that they should be on. I highly recommend that you go to ZStackProtocol.com right now and put it on auto ship for yourself and pre-order for your kids. Keep them safe. Don't jab them. Keep them safe from any virus that's out there. Help to prevent the virus contraction 
by treating them with this early treatment protocol that has proven to work in 99.9% of high-risk COVID patients treated by Dr. Zelenko. Go to ZStackProtocol.com right now. Please keep your babies safe. Go to ZStackProtocol.com. Pre-order the gummies for your kids that will be available in just a month or two. And also put your own on auto ship. Put it on your auto ship for your family. Order a whole bunch of it. Keep it on supply. You're going to want to have it. ZStackProtocol.com. Again, that's ZStackProtocol.com. Well, the COVID-19 shots aren't the first so-called vaccines to have severe side effects. Even the more famous vaccines, like the polio vaccine of the 1950s, has plenty of people who were hurt by it instead of helped. Scott Taylor is one of those victims. In 1962, when he was just nine years old, a bad reaction to the polio vaccine left him paralyzed. Ironically, the outcome the vaccine was supposed to prevent. More recently, Scott has been surrounded by vaccinated family members, and he says that he's noticed an odd development. His body has become magnetic. He sent us photos of his body covered with coins and scissors and magnets and things of all different types of metal, and Scott Taylor joins us now alongside of his wife. So... You have not accepted this inoculation being referred to as a COVID vaccine. Right. And before being around people who had been injected with this so-called vaccine, you, of course, were not magnetic. No. And now you're able to stick. I know. I assume I wasn't. I never tried it, but I doubt it very much. Yeah. And I don't know any reason why anybody would try that. But we're seeing this phenomenon all over the place. It's being discounted as a conspiracy theory, but you have objects that you're able to just stick to yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of metals, uh, copper, gold, silver, um, magnets, you know, actual magnets, uh, steel wrench. Um, Even plastic. Plastic, yeah. Uh, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Zinc. Um, Did I mention copper? Yeah. yeah. So... You obviously attribute this to the only thing that has changed in your life is that you've been around people who are, quote unquote, fully vaccinated. Um, what about other side effects? Do you feel different in any way since the the rollout of this vaccine and being around people who have accepted these shots? Uh, less energy and sometimes uh, get a very dizzy sensation. Unbelievable. Do you have, I mean, I know this sounds really weird, but do you have anything there that you can stick to yourself now. There's going to be a lot of people who say, well, that's just not true. Do these things feel, I mean, can you feel a pull from inside yeah. of yeah. you? Yes. And previously, if if you had been around metal items and they just started sticking to your head. I mean, clearly that would be something that you would have noticed. Yeah. Not just to my head, to the clavicle, uh, sternum, sacrum. Mm -hmm. So these things stick all over your body. Certain parts and other parts, not nothing on the uh, lower extremities. Have you taken anything to try to alleviate some of this exposure to these people? Well, we take a variety of supplements. And vitamins. And your wife, are you experiencing any of these side effects? Yeah, different um, metals or magnetic items stick to me as well on my head, on um, my chest right here, like on this this flat surface, like where your bone sticks out the most. Um, just like it just sticks. And it's, it's the weirdest thing because you feel um, like a pull from 
whatever whatever object it is like this is a magnet i don't and it let me see this one's we've dropped <laughs> some of our magnets yeah but they'll stick and um well, that's a coin. Yeah, this is just. That's a, a magnet. Oh, this is a, this is a what is it? An inch. It's mag- a one inch magnet. One inch magnet that just sticks and it does like underneath. It feels like this pull coming to the surface, and it it just is really a, such an odd sensation. Now, how about you? I mean, previous to this shot being introduced, have you ever had any? I mean, you obviously were not magnetic. <laughs> no. Um, But after a vaccine, Shelby contracted multiple sclerosis. Yeah, in 2013, I had a um, vaccine of um, for meningitis. I was going to live on campus, um, and so I needed a second dose of meningitis. And um, a year later, I had all these symptoms. And a year later, in 2014, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Unbelievable. Well, I, I certainly, I mean, I, I don't know. I, this is, we've seen this and it's been discounted as weird conspiracy lies discredited by the media. Clearly mm-hmm. this is absolutely going on. This is the first time that I've actually seen it live in front of me like this. And so I guess I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit taken aback and I, I'm really sorry. I mean, this is, it's gotta be very concerning and very difficult to deal with. I'm trying to take it in stride because I never felt that I had any guarantee about long life or health and, you know, whatever comes, I just try to accept it as best I can. And I'm sure Shelby does too, after having experienced MS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Well, God bless you both. And, and you, yeah, thank you very much. And we'll be keeping you both in our prayers. <laughs> We are out of time here today on the Stu Peters Show. We will return on Monday. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. Until then, here's what's up to it. Here's what's down to it. Here's to any way you can get to it. Here's to those that don't do it. May they be dragged to it, tied to it, or forced to it. And here's to us who do do it because we're the ones that's used to it. Remember to fly low and avoid the radar. Listen, one day they're going to come for the car. And when they do, save the radio. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.